0: mysterious, all-powerful character. A problem to the police, but a crusader for law. Hey everybody, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange, I'm Sal. Hey, and I'm Joel. Hey, we're rounding out the year, and as such, we're gonna have uh, two holidays in a row that then kind of end the year, so it's gonna mm-hmm. be harder to catch up and do the kind of podcasting that you're used to, so we figure we do this kind of like year-end wrap-up a little yeah. early, and just be like, "Yo, let's let's check in. We haven't done a live Q and A in a while, so we're just gonna mm-hmm. we're just gonna chat with you. Uh, this episode is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching this live, you're one of the lucky ones. Uh, thank you so much for watching us live. And hey, did you know you're a sponsor of the show? Just use mm-hmm. those super chats, ask a question, make a comment. Goes into the show, we answer it, read it, and also it helps to keep the show alive. So, oh, yeah. uh, with that in mind, before we get started, I wanted to mention we're also gonna be doing a giveaway at the top of the hour. Uh, hey. If you use the hashtag, uh, I don't know, Spidey, uh, you will uh, we will have a random winner. If you, as long as you're in the continental United States, you have to live within the U.S. to to, to enter and win. There's two stipulations, actually. One, you gotta you, you gotta live in the U.S. Sorry, Joel, you can't win.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: damn it, I was going to use all my power to get in on this one. Uh, and two, uh, you have to be comfortable giving me your address so that I can make sure you get this. But I'm going to be giving away a copy of Chip Zdarsky's Spider-Man Life Story oh. in trade paperback. It's uh, my best book of the year. Mm, I, I think you should absolutely get it if you aren't going to be a winner. Uh, but no matter what, uh, you know, enter hashtag Spidey to win. We'll see what's going on. That's a prize of a prize right there from a dude who was basically untouchable all year long. Yeah, Zadarski kept dunking on people while the game was not being played. Like oh. he he would not play the game, and then everyone would go home, and then he would just like he's like the janitor who finishes the algebra equation on the board. <laughs> like he's like the Zamboni driver who then like just just slap shots complete like goals while no one's looking. Does this Zdarsky guy, man? I gotta tell you, unsung hero of Marvel. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, don't mind me. I've just been turning in classics all year long. Even my, uh, what is it, creator-owned series had numbers,
0: you know, tantamount to stuff from the big two. Yeah, you
1: know, it's no big deal.
0: No big deal. But that being said, uh, we're going to talk to you guys, so feel free to use the Super Chats and we'll answer questions and whatnot. Um, I will mention at the top of the hour as well, uh, yo, if you like Chip Zdarsky, you want to know more about him, I talked to him for about an hour, so go on this channel and find that conversation because... You know, he's hilarious and bizarre. Mm. Uh, I doubt he'll ever come back on, but it was a lot of fun <laughs> to have him the first time. Because um, he was like, oh, you're like a thing. You're like a show. Okay, yeah, I'll come on your show. And, uh, yeah, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. And, of course, because it was a creator-owned interview, nobody cared. <laughs> Aww, that's a shame. <laughs> but, no, uh, but, hey, listen, you guys like comic books. Win one. Hashtag Spidey. Uh, but, yeah, so hopefully people enter, see if they win. That being said, uh, so what, uh, what are, what are your plans? What are you what, what is, what is Cape Joel looking like in 2020?
1: I mean, you know, gonna try keep going strong with what I'm doing right now. Plenty of reviews, uh, try and bring back some of my other series. I have two stories so far it's primed for the new year. I'm going to be catching up on, uh, Tom King's, uh, Superman and also Bendis' Batman universe. I read the first two issues of that the other night. Boy, you were right. That's uh that's a fun, fun Batman story, isn't it? I think it's the best Bat book of the year um it's hard to deny
0: yeah i mean like there he had stiff competition despite the king run uh there was also a really terrific i think specter two-parter from tyne and the fourth that was good Detective. that was great uh you know but those are like little stories i honestly liked the Tomasi mr freeze mrs freeze arc so did i so you know i thought that it's- was kind of cool It's a tragedy, and I think
1: people forget that, where it's like, oh, you know, they supplant uh, Mr. Freeze for his wife. No, it's another chapter in his sad, sad life that even when he tries and even when he gets her back, it's a
0: monkey's paw. Name three of your favorite Mr. Freeze stories. Heart of Ice. Yep, there you Uh go. Uh-huh, yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Like, people are talking about the sanctity of the Mr. Freeze story. They're like, oh, they ruined him. I'm like, listen. He sucked until Paul Dini wrote an episode of a cartoon show.
1: Actually, you know what? I actually have another one for that list, uh, and it's a fairly new one. Uh, Sean Gordon Murphy's <laughs> Mr. Freeze One Shot.
0: Yeah, Freeze actually... or, Mr. F- or Victor Freeze or Victor?
1: Yeah, b- 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 uh, Vaughn Freeze, which is actually a bit of a cheat because it's actually not about him at
0: all. It's all about his father. <laughs> it is straight up not about him. But uh, yeah, no, it's true. I-, I mean, it informs him even though, yeah. you know. But And by the way, Sean Murphy another guy who's crushing it in the Batfield, uh that white knight book good stuff man
1: that last issue went a place i was really not expecting and then i'm like well why wouldn't i expect it to
0: go here that's the thing there's just there's there's nothing but stakes in that universe so it's like why not i mean we just did this why not do that like oh my god great moments big stuff and he like clearly dude loves batman and just wants to play with it uh amazing zero chip's Daredevil this week was amazing, by the way. No surprise. No, it's not a surprise. Um, Somebody asked, like, is he unsung? I thought his Daredevil run was amazing. It is amazing, and nobody's talking about it.
1: No, not near enough as they should be. Even like uh, when sites like IGN do their big vote and everything, it's like you're you all disappointed me because you didn't vote for Daredevil enough. It's not even in the running, and it and, should be.
0: And that's the thing. Like everybody talks about like their favorite Daredevil runs, they're talking about like oh these amazing runs. Like who doesn't love the, Bru- the 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 Bendis run, or who doesn't love the Brubaker run, or who doesn't love the Charles Soule run? And it's like Zadarski is doing more stuff with this book. Than they had in like, I want to say the last Mark Wade run.
1: it's true there and the Wade a run lot. was pretty good,
0: but like, yes, it this was is, but both of them, yeah. this is some heavy, like solid character work. He's oh, taking the yeah. character in good directions. It's like it's like Frank Miller, but like good Frank Miller exact. And it's not even just Matt Murdoch. It is this
1: wonderful, beautiful, mere journey of both Wilson Fisk and Matt Murdock giving up everything they knew and now trying to rebuild themselves from the ground up. There's that bit that I think is like easily like number 1 or number 2 favorite moments in comics this year when Kingpin goes to the fancy rich guy party <laughs> and they're all just making fun of him and you see Wilson hurt in a way you never see him be hurt before yes. and then he just kills the shit out of a guy and he's like, "Oh no, why did I do why am I such a thug?" <laughs>
0: Good shit. It's what's up.
1: It reminded me of that bit in Sopranos when Tony goes golfing with all those other rich Italians and they just want to talk about Jimmy Hoffa and the mob. And Tony
0: is also upset in a way you never see him upset before. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I can't argue with that, man. Comics Misexplained, what do you guys think of Doomsday Clock? I knew this was coming. Mm, uh, please talk for an hour about it. I loved it. <laughs> but I'm bummed about the whole what could have been and the impact on the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I felt the editorial changes that were in, like forced onto him. I like that he was, he was not like, I'm not going to replace my stuff with your suggestions. I'm just going to add to that, too. Because uh, I'm
1: just that good, I can weave it in and make it look like it was my idea. Right.
0: Uh, good stuff overall. I, I liked it. Felt a little rushed, but otherwise I, I I really enjoyed the issue. I'll have to read all 12 issues all at once sitting again, see how it goes. Definitely. But – uh, the- the yeah. fact
1: that it even sticks the landing the way it does and the way that it is able to wrap up all these different plot lines in even a kind of, like, satisfactory way, it, let alone the really satisfactory way, is nothing short of a miracle. Because this took, like, two years and a bunch of delays and, again, a bunch of editorial meddling, and yet he still managed to nail it because he's goddamn Jeff Johns and he's a mad freaking genius. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't argue with that. He's a good – He's 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 an excellent writer and this was a cool book. And uh, I, I want it to have an impact. I hope it will. Mm. I hope they. I hope these. I hope a leopard can change its spots. Oh wait, mm-hmm. they don't. That's an expression. Uh, I don't expect DC to change, do anything that will reflect what happens in this. And that's too bad because this is clearly heading in the direct. This book was heading was was pushing DC in a direction, and yeah. it's against the, you know, I don't know, winds of the same people who've been in charge for the last
1: twenty years. It's true. Now, one of the only bits of dissent that I actually saw in the book, so far everyone I've seen has been super, super positive about mm. it. But it's one thing I wanted to talk to you about, you know, if this was like, you know, a, a, a worthy complaint or something worth dissecting further. Sure. The the fact that it kind of sort of gives the Watchmen universe a happy ending, is that <laughs> – are, are, are we cool with that? Did the Watchmen universe deserve a happy ending? Does that kind of, you know – Fly in the face of what Moore was doing. The fact that this one is almost like it's all going to be okay for the Watchmen universe. I I don't
0: know if it's getting a happy ending so much as it's getting, like, a continuation. It's more, like, scary that there might be more. Mm. Like, or that, 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 that... I I liked it. I, I, I liked it. I'm not I, I honestly the book came out like a few hours ago. So I, yeah. I've I've really haven't had a chance to really like think about it mm-hmm. and its impact, its greater impact. I will say that I enjoyed reading it while it was happening. And as far as its impact on Watchmen, the reality is if you don't like it, it doesn't exist, move on. Like That's the, true. Watchmen is its own thing and Alan had nothing to do with this. He knew no, nothing he about it. He gave no input about it. So like if you're a purist or you believe that like Alan Moore is intrinsically connected to Watchmen in a way that you can't possibly ignore it or extricate him from it, then like mm-hmm. then this isn't a sequel to Watchmen, it's like a parallel universe version of Watchmen. Right, right. So yeah, sure. This this puppet Watchmen universe can get their happy ending whatever. Um it's not it's not the lesson of Watchmen, but it is the no. lesson that Johns wants to impart about like life. You know, yeah. like more was using Watchmen was trying to talk about superheroes, but moreover, he's trying to talk about like the state of the world that he was in when he was writing it. Mm. You know, and, and and it doesn't have in 1986. If you're an anarchist or or a, you know, or a leftist or whatever, like you're gonna think that the, that things are pretty grim. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and and so it would be hard to argue i would like to i would need to look at the dates because it it takes place in like the 90s like 92 93 yes it was so i really want to like look at that and think about it again because like what were those years like you know for america flat for the world and how did that like how does what john does impact those years i would like to know that um so that would help but otherwise i I, I don't they 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 don't dig that
1: too deep into like what was going on economically or anything at the time because from like what i think weren't those boom years weren't those good times at first yes. but then again we didn't have a giant space squid though and finding out about the lies about the giant space squid
0: yeah oh yeah no uh we even got a cameo from space squid which was cool we got a cameo from the space squid it's
1: all in there <laughs> yeah uh
0: west morris i just want to say thank you so much Wes. I'm. I, I don't know if you're here still but i wanted to say thank you for your incredible generosity you what a man uh and thank you for your follow up in the chat so uh, I did at least catch you there Uh, but it says can't stay long because I'm at work uh, writing riveting stuff about estate planning good for you man Hmm. Uh, one of my best friends is wants to be a financial planner Uh, is a financial planner but uh, so it's in a similar wheelhouse where it's like planning for people's future uh so it's a noble profession good for you Uh, i i I, I need me one of those i live way too hand to mouth (laughs) (laughs) uh but wanted to send some love to some of my best comic youtubers uh this holiday season thank you man that's very kind and very generous uh and good luck yeah get back to work Uh, hopefully you're catching this after the fact if you are (laughs) thank you dude uh lars mothander helping us out thank you lars uh, Joshua Wright, love you guys. Hope you're staying warm. Uh, yeah, man, I've actually got a heater underneath this desk because we have central air. So we have central air slash forced hot air in the office, but it's so loud, I turn it off when we record. Uh. So it, we turn it on, we fill the room with air, and then we turn it off, and then we set these little like portable heaters on. Um, but yeah, we're trying to stay warm. Uh, thank you for some support. What's your favorite or not necessarily the best book of the decade? Uh,
1: mm. for me, it's rat
0: Queens. Wow. Rat Queens. Mm. Um, <sighs> rat Queens uh, is tough. Cause like, you know, the artist had a whole, like it was a whole thing about it. God. It was
1: definitely marred. I, I went back and read like the relaunch stuff when he was gone. and It seemed pretty solid.
0: Yeah, no, it, it definitely maintained the spirit of the story and, and of the, of the characters. So like no complaints. Um, I don't know, man. I'll have to look at my, like, backlog, because I, I will say... A decade's some, a
1: long time. Yeah,
0: I have a, I have a top ten of the year, and I'm going to talk about it on another show, but I will say, like, Daredevil was an excellent book. Batman yeah. Universe was an unbelievable st- uh, story. Immortal you know, like, Hulk. Immortal Hulk was, like, who'd have thought.
1: Genre uh, redefining and continues to be. Just when you think, like, oh, I can put this book in a box, Al Ewing's like, fuck, now you can't.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. Also hugely humble dude and much mm. very much like tries to avoid uh, detection and like fanfare. Um, it was just it was just funny. He's just a, he's an interesting dude
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: But yeah, so uh, let's see here uh, amazing zero Joel plus Sal, please talk uh, Disney plus and the Mandalorian. Um, I love the Mandalorian. it's everything Damn. I've ever wanted from Star Wars. Cool, it's cool ass shit, man. You know,
1: you know who really summed it up for me? Uh, it was John Hodgman of all people, you know, for people saying, you know, oh, you know, the Mandalorian's so great because it's so new and different. Not, nah, it's great because it's actually familiar, it's basically going back to the you know, pulp adventure well only for science fiction. He compared it to Xena and Hercules from the early to late nineties. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Right. That's exactly what it is. It's the Mandalorian rolls into town, meets
0: some strange characters, has an adventure. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, it's, it's just an episodic version of the outlaw, Josie Wales, of, mm-hmm. you know, the man with no name, uh, you know, a Ronin story. A uh, yeah. What's it called? Uh Yogi B- or, uh, Yo-, Yo, Jimbo? Yo, Jimbo. Thank you. Um, there's, there's a, there's, there's a lot of allegories and references which I think are essential to a Star Wars story. Since Star Wars was birthed from Lucas's desire to make a Flash Gordon movie,
1: absolutely. Um, about borrowing his... whole plot lines and characters from Western and Samurai films.
0: Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of fan service, and I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. like, I like it when it makes sense. Star Wars is nothing if not fan service, especially oh, when you're yeah. reading like not if, if if you're a purist or if you're like a big fan of like the the expanded universe or the Legends of Star Wars. You, that's nothing but that kind of stuff. Like, sure, there's there's Yusong, Vong and friggin' Thrawn, but even Thrawn, they kill him off, and then you got a res- and then you got another. have have more Thrawn, like, it's all references. Oh, yeah. It's when it doesn't make any sense that it's a problem or when it's, like, egregious. And with Mandalorian, I don't know why, but there's just something about it. It could be my Star Wars fatigue, just Mm. that, like, none of the trilogies and none of the movies that, like, are trying to be big and bombastic and amazing have really, like, affected me as a Star Wars Mm. fan in a a positive way. Um, But there's something about this show where, like, it's just, it's doing everything right and even the, the kind of stuff that, like, if I were a teenager and I saw Baby Yoda, I'd be mm. like, no! But <laughs> at this point, I'm like, fuck it. Sounds good to me. Like, I had a problem when, like, Evazan and Panda Baba were on jedic or whatever the hell planet that was in rogue one i'm like oh yeah they yeah, need yeah. to be on tatooine in like a couple of days they're here then they're there what's their ship why are they so cozy and so... ah it was just making they a were, reference screw th- you they were
1: they were having a big weekend man they were on a bender that's a whole side story we're gonna get
0: <laughs> right good for them i guess but you know it's it's good. It's a good stuff. I, I really like that show. Uh, yeah. And and I think that, you know, John Favreau is friggin' crushing it.
1: He really is. Talk about just, like, great actors and performers, too. They got friggin' a, what is it, uh, Clancy Brown I to know. get in there and be, like, a Devorian. He's a
0: Devorian! I was like, Tiffany and I were like, are you shitting me? The devil costume made-up character from A New Hope? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we're gonna go, yeah, no, Devor- A, uh, we're gonna reference more Devorians. B, uh, screw it. Why wouldn't we get Clancy Brown? We don't have any plans for him to play a major character, so we'll have him play this guy.
1: Also, I didn't think Bill Burr with, like, a robot gun arm was something I needed to see, but there it was.
0: I I was very surprised by how well Burr fit in. I know, Um, right? I liked Flass, the guy from uh, Batman Begins. That's right. Or as,
1: uh, he was also one of the guys from Sons of Anarchy, too. That's where I knew the most from.
0: Um... Uh, I it's funny the Bill Burr thing when he has like that like little shoulder thing I'm like is that from like modern warfare or something <laughs> like I feel like I've seen that gun before but good stuff uh, again I, I was just like this is this is fun it's it's fun it's it, it's not trying to like be anything it's just trying to do its own thing it's not again, trying to satisfy being, a
1: niche it's just being, it's being a pulp adventure
0: serial yeah yeah which is awesome uh, I love that. Uh, Lemon Peace says just read DC or uh, Doomsday Clock and only Jeff Johns could take a Watchmen DC story and boil everything down to you guys, Superman is so cool you guys uh, <laughs> should have been I an mean, Infinite Crisis is. remake not a Watchmen sequel um, fair enough, uh, an Infinite Crisis remake would be derivative um, but of course there being a sequel to Watchmen is also arguably derivative so it's a question yeah. of like which is which um, Johns I think wrote Infinite Crisis did he? I think so. I don't remember who wrote Infinite Crisis now that I think about it. But, like, I don't know why it would be an Infinite Crisis sequel so much. Like, I don't know why it would be a remake of Infinite Crisis so much as it would be just, like, its own crisis. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but yeah, you know what? Superman is really cool, and everyone keeps forgetting about it. Um, Moreover... Even DC needs to be reminded about how important and cool Superman is.
1: Tell me about it, to where this story is like, he is the center of the whole goddamn metaverse. He's the one thing that doesn't change when everything changes.
0: Yeah, Uh, which is really awesome, and uh, can't argue with that message. You know what? If I was a kid, I would have been like, there isn't enough Batman in this book. And as I get older, I'm like, this Superman thing is a really important thing to get into. Uh, Mm. So, you know, maybe you just need to, like give it some time and uh, and it'll hit you but the fact and is if it's a watchman sequel and that like outrages you it's going to it's going to outrage you forever
1: <laughs> definitely and personally i thought batman was used excellently in this story helping another disturbed vigilante
0: you know try and find himself yeah it's true um i hate to remind people not to give spoilers for rise of skywalker but like what's wrong with you yeah what the fuck like why would you do that i I'll i haven't seen person. any but i'm just saying like you know maybe Danielle wanted to enjoy that movie by herself, like mm-hmm. or with us yeah. you know what
1: yeah don't don't be that person you, why would
0: you do that like don't be a dick uh so anyway what was it uh, the batman who points <laughs> which is <laughs> which is a great name um it's like he's played by harrison ford uh, I've, <laughs> That'd just gotta, be cool. yeah, I've just got to yeah i just got to pull up your uh, your your super chat cuz it's harder to find uh i hope the both of you and colleagues alike have a great end of the year uh, oh. remember to take a break or two thank you man yeah i never forget to take breaks
1: I'm a I'm a try. Again, it's uh, it's really real heavy this year at the daily household. Both my parents are hurt, which means I'm uh, getting I'm ready to handle the whole dinner this year.
0: Oh, that's wow! That's great, man. Uh, well, uh, no, good luck. That's a that's a tall order, but
1: thank thank God for YouTube. I'm looking at all the different like cooking channel YouTubers, and they all have different ideas on how to make a turkey from scratch.
0: Oh yeah, no 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 no. Like at this point there's a there should be gazillion recipes for how to make a turkey without spending six hours like you should be okay
1: oh i know i will be just again it's funny to see how it's like well maddie matheson is different from alton brown is different from binging with babbage oh yeah
0: differently oh no they do they do yeah um but good luck man uh i'll be sure to be taking
1: instagram photos and let everyone know how looking forward to
0: it yeah exactly yeah man uh breaks are important um I, I don't really, like, I take, I don't know if I, like, take breaks. Like, I don't take a vacation, you know? I don't, I don't like, take Tiffany and go and, and go away. But um we, but I do, like, have pauses, you know? Mm. Like, I'll edit a show and then I'll go do my own thing. Or I'll, or I won't do any, like, you know, I'll I'll, I'll only focus on my life for, like, two days. And then I'll edit for another full day or two, mm. you know? Um, we only shoot on one day a week. So, like, it's all about prepped for that show, yeah. And then of course there's the live shows which do take up time, but they're they're live, so there's less yeah. prep involved. Um, so thankfully it's it's not nearly as bad as it could be, um, mm-hmm. and and as some people take it, uh, and I'm lucky because we have an incredibly dedicated audience who like forgives or at the very least accepts like what we have and what we've done. The the, the hope is not to betray that by giving you a, a less than impu- like, like a less than quality product. Uh, definitely but you know but i, I try to weave that in uh, totally. i also want to give a quick shout out to jason uh Jowin, who's in the chat or was in the hey. chat when i last saw him who was just hey, like, who's just being very kind and you know encourage rallying up the chat for us which i really appreciate man he's
1: a, he's a good dude that jason
0: yeah uh he uh he was very he he also was struck by my um my Reference to how Superman they're gonna one more day Superman, uh, <laughs> and he he thinks he thinks I might be right about that. I hope I'm
1: wrong. I want to be wrong. I mean, they already one more day than when Bendis came on the book, that's what that whole Rogel Czar story was just the one more day, yeah. Of I Superman.
0: think well, I think that was like I think they were one more daying like like dress rehearsal, Superman, mm. where he's like, okay, so let's say that we just like showed up, like Superman's here, we got four sexy girls, Lois isn't here, and he's mad, and the kid's gone. How do you guys like it? We don't. And, yeah, and people, for the most part, were like, we don't. And he's like, fuck. Okay. So we're not going to then, because it was either going to be like, if it's a resounding success, the next issue will be, she's gone, kid's gone. Like, okay, we're, we're, we're moving on. But since people reacted, I guess we have to do this thing. Like, I have to do a whole thing with these characters. Which, But
1: I'll be resentful bad. about it all the way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I will treat these characters like red-headed stepchildren. Uh, Gabriel Reyes Jr. says hey uh, do you guys think that any of the new characters from Doomsday Clock will appear further in the future yeah I think that Johns mm. is setting them up to be that way Definitely. Um, and uh, yeah I think so uh, I'm actually like are you excited about that or not I mean, I guess it
1: depends who's gonna write it because it's like, is Johns gonna shepherd all these new characters, nope. or is he gonna hand them? Yeah, I was gonna say, or is he gonna hand them off to someone else? Because the second they're handed off to someone else, you know, I start to get a little suspicious and I start to get a little worried.
0: Yeah, I would. I would feel like, uh, if Johns wrote it, that's cool. But there's no way that DC will let Johns be the steward of anything.
1: No, you don't get to be the Watchman guy,
0: right? Like, you can't just let John stay. Uh, and by that, I mean that DC just won't do that.
1: <laughs> so you al- you also don't get to be the JSA guy, even though apparently when you were in charge, you put Shazam, JSA, Legion, of Legion. Super. Yeah, yeah, all off to the side for yourself. And we've already given one of those to Bendis, so you know. Yeah,
0: and we and we let uh, we let Snyder reveal the JSA. That's
1: right. They
0: did that. That all felt just a little, a little petty, did it not? Very. Uh, and by the way, it worked because any references to those characters in Doomsday Clock uh, hurt. Like it felt like, ugh. Like I don't care. I'm, the, the the impact was lessened, which yeah sucks. Uh, super duper head ass says love the channel. Please do more flash stories on back issues. Um, thank you, man. I would like to try to do that. Um, flash does pretty okay on this channel. So I'd like to bring him back. Uh, I do have a couple of—I have like five or six Flash stories we could do, none of which are crises. So it's just a question of whether the audience would re- would respond to that. Um,
1: it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's worth doing just so I can hear you, Ben and Ethan, go
0: back to probably one of my favorite bits you guys do about the Flash, and he ran so fast. Yeah. But don't worry, and then he ran even faster than he ran before. Like that's so—that's your just—that's that's what you do every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you want to win a uh, a free comic, um, one of the best comics of 2019, uh, if you're living the continental United States and you want to give me your address, please use the hashtag Spidey in the chat, and you can win one of these. It's just one. <laughs> I'm not doing multiple giveaways. But, it's but a real uh, winner of a story. Here it me. is. It's one. It's it's so great. So you know, check that out. Uh, Amazing Zero says, uh, "Hey, fellow nerds, how about that Rick and Morty?"
1: Yeah, how about it? We uh we did a thing on, uh, what is it, our other Patreon show where we talked about the first couple episodes.
0: Mm. We sure did. Uh, I think this season is fair to bet, like fair to fine.
1: I'm enjoying it, but yeah, I don't think there's been like any mind-blowing ones yet, but they usually save one for the tail end. Although this is weird because now they've chopped this season in two.
0: <sighs> yeah, just to save some time, I get Like just... Well, otherwise, it's going to take another three years for season five.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I do think about Snake Jazz a lot, though. <laughs> that episode was the
0: best of the, of the season so far.
1: And apparently, from what they said in interviews, that's actually an idea
0: they've been kicking around since season one. That shows, that's funny because all the other episodes did not feel like classic Rick and Morty, and this one did. That's funny.
1: It did have a very different feel. They say it's the whole Terminator time travel thing. That's what they needed to be like. Okay, now it's a full episode. Right.
0: Uh, That was pretty great. Just great stuff.
1: It it is great, too, that the first time we see actual legit time travel in the show, not like different universes and everything like that. It's it's
0: snake time travel. I remember those. Didn't they say they were never going to do time travel or they really didn't want to do that? Yes, they did. It's funny. I mean, like, and that works if you're going to do snake time travel. It's slightly different. No human can time travel, only snakes. <laughs> no, don't they?
1: they? They do at the end, yes, but
0: they do it by snake means, not by human means. Yes. Right. Uh, Tevius says, what's your favorite and worst DC books from 2019? Mine are Deceased, Adventures of the Super Sons, Curse the White Knight, and Black Stars, and Worst, Bend of Superman. I guess so, all of those you liked. And Ben and Superman was your worst. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm honestly just surprised to find that you don't like the guy who wrote the Superman story uh, mm-hmm. where he got rid of John and made him old. Yeah, um, we like... <laughs> But that being said, yeah, no, I, I dug Deceased. I thought that was a great, like, that was more like a dark horse. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is actually good as opposed to, like,
1: you know, it blew my mind. It, it um, hit at the perfect time too, for being in October and everything. And also showing like, Hey, I'm Tom Taylor. I'm the master of creating alternate DC universes.
0: Right. I mean, like the fact is I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have doubted Tom Taylor. Dude knows what he's doing. DC is just a cool book. Uh, Adventures, super sons, just a continuation, more of the same uh, curse. The white knight. I really enjoy. Uh, and again, they're just doing whatever the hell they want. Uh, I, I, I like Curse of White Knight a
1: lot. Again, I don't know if I like it as much as original White Knight right? yet, but it's still pretty good.
0: I think the 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 uh, like White Knight was like, oh shit, and Curse of the White Knight, coming. you didn't see it coming, and it was just it was just making its mark by being itself. This hmm. is like actually doing something. It's 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 I don't know. It's 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 actually an amazing hospodge of like it's Murphy being like, I'm gonna retell some shit that I think was either crappy or stupid yeah and fix it it's actually he's doing the thing that i've always suggested which is if you're gonna reboot or remake a movie uh pick one that sucks yeah and work out from there like fix it like fix a crappy movie you know that had a really solid premise or should have worked out um because nightfall slash john paul valley sucks
1: mm-hmm. like it's
0: not great it's you know it's meandering it's we we all have great memories
1: of it and all remember the images but if you actually go back and read it it's like oh boy this is not very good no
0: and i wouldn't say that like he he made jean paul valley three-dimensional in any way it's more like he embraced the one dimensionality of jean paul
1: of him yeah and
0: was like here he is like here's my interpretation of jean paul if you're gonna do that don't pretend he's a character He's this and I'm like that's really cool. So like good for you, man. There's definitely
1: the political commentary in there too. It's not as strong as White Knight, but I do love the idea that White the original White Knight is all about uncovering this conspiracy of rich elites who line their own pockets due to Batman's war on crime. And then right? the sequel's like, okay, now that they've been discovered, what are they willing to do to hold on to that power? Oh, they give a bunch of money and guns to a religious zealot so he can carry their guns to battle for them and distract
0: everyone else from what they're doing right uh like i'm actually a little bit surprised that it that it's still this long yeah but every issue is a treat that's the thing is that despite the fact that it's like this could have been done in four issues uh he's not because he's like no but i want to play in this universe like i want to keep doing stuff
1: they keep adding new dimensions, like uh, the, the the secret history of the Waynes and how they made their fortune, where before it's like, oh, you know, it was because of Nazi science and von Fries. Then they do the von Fries story. It's like, well, they weren't really bad. They didn't like the Nazis. It's a whole thing. Only for that last issue to be like, no, actually, Dutchies India Trading Company land grabbing, backstabbing. Don't worry. The Waynes still made their money totally dirty. Right.
0: Cool stuff. No, like Murphy, he's he's cool. Very. Very. Uh, John Bobbitt says, uh, here's a boom-o for you for two of my favorite YouTubers. Uh, thank you very much, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sal, I've always wanted to ask you about how you feel about Pete's more and more recurring sister and her plot. Uh, when it first launched as family business, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. It didn't, like, blow my mind. It didn't really, like, impress me. I wasn't like, this is great. It was just kind of like, I think it's really cool that Marvel's making OGNs again
1: which yeah. they, of course,
0: dropped. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I kind of dig on Del Otto's art, but it takes forever for him to do any of it. And, uh, you know, Kingpin, Nazi gold, and secret sister. But then, of course, the switcheroo being like, it's not really a sister, and then, oh, maybe it is. Um, mm, and then I think... Very so, comic book. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of fun, and I really liked that it wasn't his sister. But that's because I guess I'm a purist. Like I I don't like when they change crap like that. You can you can you can give Batman an annoying son. You can (laughs) give Spider Man a a, a daughter from another timeline. But like it's when you start to mess with the fundamentals that it really bothers me. Like when you go into where it's like no Uncle Ben was leaving the house because he's going to see his mistress. Like that's when I'm like get the hell out of here. And when it comes to the sister, I'm kind of like. The problem is she's so boring and not interesting that there's there's no real opinion to have about her. Like nobody cares about her. Like Aunt May is not interested. Doesn't bother anybody. Mary Jane, they have no relationship. Like there's there's she has no impact on his world. It's more like every once in a while Sp- Spencer or Zadarsky will remember her, throw her in, and then that's it. Like the...
1: I've been enjoying her in this new arc, how she has, like, this personal vendetta against the chameleon. It's all very cop movie. Oh, he killed my partner.
0: Oh, yeah. No, but it was also very cliche, and I was like, this literally could have been anybody, and it didn't need to be Teresa. Uh, So, you know, it—
1: I I imagine when they inevitably rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D., they're going to try and give her a prominent place and maybe a name. They haven't rushed in giving her a code name yet. Make her director of
0: S.H.I.E.L.D., fuck it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Stuart McNally, hey guys, can't stay long, but I've been paid my holiday bonus. I wanted to give you some dough Aww. for my favorite podcast. Thank you, man. You don't have to share your bonus with us, but the fact that you did, it's really kind. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take care of yourselves and well wishes for the new year to the both of you. Thank you, Stuart. You as well. Good good no, new year doubt. to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Based on the, the denomination of currency, I have to assume that uh, that you're from the the, the English realm from the isles so to speak <laughs> yeah, so yes, the, the realms yeah so good morrow to you thank you man uh but yeah um let me see there's a couple more uh j joseph fraser says favorite 2019 back issues moment mine was venom shop of horrors yeah the jadoo moment where ben and i like jumped into it was uh was pretty great thank you i missed
1: that one actually
0: <laughs> oh man yeah it was a venom funeral pyre it's venom ah. and punisher it's the first venom punisher crossover It's horrible. Um, (laughs) It's horrible and stupid.
1: Speaking of Pyre, did you see that new event thing that might be spinning out of incoming called Empire? And it's also spelled like Funeral Pyre. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I did see it, and that was instantly what mine shot to am Like, is this another Venom event? Because (laughs) they spell Pyre like that? Right, no,
0: that's actually a real word.
1: (laughs) No, I know it is, but still, I'm like, why would Marvel purposely spell Empire wrong if they weren't trying to make some sort of Venom reference? The font was purple and yellow, and I'm like, well, is that Galactus? You know, who who could that be?
0: I don't know. Um, uh, Moreover, like, I would rather hear what you guys think are your favorite Back Issues moments. Um, Maybe I'll create a a community tab thread. Actually, there is a thread. If you go over to our main channel and you click on Community, there is a thread right now that's like, what's your favorite Elseworlds Exchange moment from 2019? Um, So if you have one, share it in that thread. Please Uh, do. But I'll try to create a Back Issues one. Um... You know, I'm I'm am I'm really glad I got to do Drunk Iron Man uh, in mm-hmm. in Demon in a Bottle, where he's like <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'll fix this. Uh, yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything. I'm I, I liked Vision despite the audio problems. I, I was very happy to do it. Um, I was I the source of pride that I was able to talk about Vision in the same building as Tom King. Yeah. And just wait for him to find me and punch me in the nose.
1: (laughs) He worked for the CIA, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I've heard that somewhere. I don't know where. Um, I was really happy to do, uh, you know, just these are episodes that that I like. I'm glad we did got to do Millennium. Um, We finally did Turtles this year. Yeah. Uh, I really love Tiffany's issue with the Red Ghost from the Spider-Man alien costume saga. Mm -mm. She has a real issue with the Red Ghost, which is like a communist Russian cosmic ray bombarded douche who commands an army of super apes and yep. uh yeah it's just some good stuff <laughs>
1: he's he's dead now i think the last time we saw him was at the beginning of secret empire like evil captain america wanted to steal some of his tech it's like i'm taking this you're dead now
0: oh i mean why not <laughs> no one's are gonna argue i was just
1: amazed someone remembered the dead
0: ghost or red ghost and put him in dead a dead ghost <laughs> he's the dead ghost he's a literal ghost that's right Uh, Silvery Cricket, uh, will House of X talk about Santa since he is actually like a 300-year-old mutant marvel who has low-tier reality and time-warping powers? I don't know, man. man.
1: Get on it, Hickman. I know. Did you
0: hear about the retcon, the big retcon of this week?
1: No, I haven't actually read any X-Men for this week. I picked you... up the three ones, uh, Marauders, Force, and uh, Excalibur.
0: There's a secret X-book this week that came out. You didn't know really? that they were a mutant, but it turns out they are. Really? Yep. Uh, I was like, wow, I haven't seen retconning like this in a long time. Give me and, g- give me a hint. I want to know now. Uh, they are derived from a character who also is confused with being a mutant sometimes. Oh, uh, a lot of chatter saying that they're happy with the that they're okay with the retcon. I would be like, what? But at the same time, as long as it keeps them around, I guess that's okay.
1: Okay, variant. We might have to talk when we're off mic. I don't want to spoil
0: it. No, I don't want to ruin it for you guys. But uh, right. yeah, I I feel like I feel like Santa will show up in this, like Christmas I, on Krakoa. Yeah, right. Krakoa and Christmas. They're like, well, we don't celebrate the uh, you know. The, the human holidays. The human holidays, but we do have our own and it happens to coincide with uh, with December.
1: We've created a whole calendar. We have a whole committee. That's that's what Dazzler's
0: doing right now. She's working on New Mutant Holidays. That'd be great. Uh, DJ Speakboy, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, DJ. Thank you very much, man. Um, right. But yeah, uh, keep Santa away from Hickman's stupid evil X-Men. <laughs> Here's a question for Joel uh, right. from me. Uh so, are they a cult, or are they, or, or do they deserve this?
1: I mean, there's definitely a sinister undercurrent to all of Krakoa. There's definitely a very Jim Jones, "Come drink our Kool Aid and be reborn." But as it stands right now, they've done nothing evil yet. Right. That's that th- we're just waiting for that shoe to drop. It's like, no, no, they they deserve their own nation. Yes, uh Emma Frost messed with that one politician's mind, but we showed that he was a racist and was never going to do the right thing anyway, so it's good that they messed with his head when he did. But yeah, they've done nothing wrong yet.
0: Yet? Yes. You no, know, they've just been kind of creeps. Yeah. A little bit. And what's funny is it's not like when you when you start to really get into it, it's like it's not really that creepy, but it is really creepy. Like I, these the these this is a group of people who have been downtrodden and beaten and mm-hmm. like and 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 killed and hunted and persecuted forever and they finally say i mean like when I say finally say, they really haven't been finally saying it. They can't. They're on. They're always going to an island or an asteroid, yeah, asteroid. or another plane of existence or some uh, goddamn thing. So it's like for the X Men to say like we're finally asking for a for a a world that's just ours. Like screw you. You've had a lot. Mm, I am shocked that they never did the thing we all thought they were gonna do when it was obvious that Fox was never gonna get the the oh, deal with yes. Marvel, which was that why don't the X-Men just go to another planet and there's like a mutant planet?
1: Just call it mutant world, yeah.
0: Right? Or that they go to another reality where there are no other heroes and it's just another universe
1: you know i think it's the ultimate like why should i have to move to accommodate all these racist ass humans they should have to move to accommodate me oh which i can kind of dig that i
0: agree i, I yeah. and i don't want the x-men to go which is why That's i a big thing too which is also why i have such an issue when people are like oh i've got the solution for the mcu okay so uh all the mutants come from another reality like what no we're not gonna warcraft this shit we're not going <laughs> nice to say they're, they're the orcs and they're coming through <laughs> a freaking portal okay no they're here they've always been here the, the the world's strongest psychic kept it a secret and that's the reveal they're like hey it turns out there's one guy who could keep a secret as big as there's an entire race of people who can use powers, and he kept it a secret from all of us forever, that's why we hate and fear them the end. Like, that's all that's you pretty need. pretty solid. You don't need to, like, don't overcomplicate it. You know, like, people hate Facebook because it turns out Zuckerberg has been stealing your shit forever. Like... Oops. It, it doesn't take much. <laughs> Hell, it, it it you knew that shit 10, 15 years ago when he mm-hmm. said out loud in an interview that idiot morons give him their email addresses, like, and he called you, he called us all idiot morons.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you, you hate Apple because whenever there's a new iPhone coming out, they slow down the old one, so you have to buy a new one.
0: <laughs> yeah, never forget. And then so, like, you know, like, listen, we're we're a we're an untrusting and 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 long memoried people. I would forget. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't forget Professor X keeping a secret for me forever about himself. That he messed with my mind without asking. That's very invasive. I agree. Uh, Heartless Fang says, love you guys. Favorite have uh, favorite back issues this year are between Millennium and Batman Year 2. Uh, can't wait for 2020's Elseworlds Exchange topics. Me too, man. The 2020 is going to yield some crazy shit. So I'm looking forward to talking about all kinds of stuff. We should also probably cover some of the things we said we would in the future.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Again, I I hope someone's keeping score out there of like, hey, we should make this an episode. That's an episode unto itself. I really need
0: that list because we really don't have one. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Batman Year 2 was a lot of fun. Hey, uh, Bat Issues came and went in 2019. Mm. Uh, Launched the whole spinoff show and then promptly murdered it because, (laughs) you know, it just it wasn't performing the way that I was hoping it would. Ain't that always Um, a killer? Yeah, plus, like, Batman doesn't hurt, because, like, Batman helps with the other show. Like, we can afford to do a Guy Gardner Reborn episode or a Tick episode because we also have Batman. Um, that's why we did that. Hey, we got to do a Tick episode. You did, which was... And a Max episode. Yeah, I've done the Max, Bone, the Tick, Um, not to mention all the books that Tiffany did that were Saga and friggin' Doom Patrol... That's pretty great. Um, But, yeah, I I was able to talk about some of my favorite indie books, some of my favorite, like, relics from the 90s. Uh, We even got to do two Spawn episodes. That that last Spawn episode I was very happy with. There's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. stuff in that one. Um Depth Charge says Happy Holiday Sal and Joel question I can't help but notice the Grant Morrison's X-Men Omnibus in the background uh any chance of a future back issues Great question I would like to do it I've always like I've always thought about doing it um you know I want to do a lot of X-Men books Remender's X-Force this um you know any of the other Pantheon like we we haven't done um a mutant Massacre, or, uh, you know, we finally got to do Asgardian Wars, which I've been, mm. built, which is just part of the list of other X-Men books. I have a ton of X-Books, actually, that I want to do. Um, they're not over here. These are all my hardcovers. Uh, there they are. Inferno I've never done. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fall of the Mutants we never got to do. Uh, more Fall of the Mutants. I have, like, four copies of that one. <laughs> uh, that we've got uh, Extinction Agenda. Did we do that one? Yeah. No, we did Executioner's Song. Yeah, I was gonna not say, not Extinction yeah. Agenda. See, very similar title. Ton of X Men books. The other thing is just I'm, I'm I'm wondering why, you know, I wonder if the X Men would do well on a, with us. Obviously, there is an X Men book that we will be doing shortly that is not any of those. Uh, it's called House of X.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a biggie.
0: Yeah, uh, King Sabretooth says uh, Marvel Christmas pitch: Apocalypse meets Jesus Christ a thousand years ago. <laughs> And it turns out Jesus was a mutant this whole time, and then hijinks ensue. Yeah, Apocalypse versus Jesus is a is the best book you'll never see Marvel make.
1: That's a slander. They were roommates actually. They hung out together in like ancient Mesopotamia. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's why they hate each other. You know, Jesus never refilled the yaks' milk or anything. Right.
0: I, you're never gonna get that. <laughs> but uh, I think they did imply that Jesus was a mutant once. Like right. I know that they, well, I remember they said uh, in that movie that, like, JFK was a mutant. I I, eh. I, I think, I want to say I've read something where they suggested that Jesus was a mutant.
1: I think they said Einstein was a mutant, too. They're like, well, we can't prove that he was, but you can't prove he
0: wasn't. Right. <laughs> uh, Tevia says, uh, do you think Bendis will care about Doomsday Clock? No. Uh, he I, hasn't cared about anything up until this point. Right, and he also has, like, a vested interest in not caring because he's, like, deliberately undermining it. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I I think he'll like it because I think he is a comic book fan. Definitely. But I think that he is like, it would be against his own personal interests to heed it.
1: Yeah, without a doubt.
0: Jake says, uh, Jake Curran says, uh, so far I've really enjoyed Dawn of X outside of Fallen Angels. Yeah, I can't. Fallen Angels, woof. I, uh, I
1: read the first issue and I'm like, all right, I wasn't going to be able to read all of these anyway.
0: Right. Okay, well, I do need to save some money um can't wait to see how it all plays out hox pox easily my top two stories of 2019 yeah hox yeah. and pox uh they're well, up there hox and pox still beats any of the dawn of x books in my opinion oh really i just huh. it can't beat the impact and the like and and the storytelling and the art i mean i agree it's also like i mean those are books that only come around every so often <laughs> right uh, Heartless Fang, uh, speaking of ill topics, uh, still waiting on that Legend of Korra episode. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I
0: never finished the show, I just, I just...
1: Hey, you know what? I, I, I know other, uh, show hosts are holding guns to your head to watch stuff that you right? haven't watched before, but, uh, this would actually be the year to do it 2020, because they're doing that live-action, uh, Avatar show.
0: That's true. Uh, we may, we, we, we may revisit it. Uh, I'll have to rewatch it.
1: I'll have to rewatch it too actually. It's been so long. I wonder if my opinion will change now cuz here's the thing. I've been watching The Dragon Prince, which is made by the same people. Yes. Holy shit is The Dragon Prince not only good but an excellent spiritual successor to Avatar. Oh,
0: wow. like in
1: all the good ways. I'm like, "Yo, morally complex villains and like so much other really interesting stuff holy shit and basically the same voice cast from avatar 2. <laughs> like Sokka is just the main guy playing a Sokka-esque character they even self-reference it times oh, really? themselves yes in the newest season the main kid uh Callum voiced by uh Sokka's voice actor uh reaches for another character's boomerang is like
0: ah familiar then puts <laughs> it back
1: down <laughs> That's they know cool. what
0: they're doing they oh yeah <laughs> Uh, Joshua Wright, what do you guys think? Uh, what do you guys wish for the new in in the new year? For me, it's Mutant Massacre and Inferno back issues. I love all you guys do, though. Happy holidays! Thank you, man. Uh, mm. Just reference those. Yeah, Mutant Massacre, and Inferno. We'd, I'd love to do Inferno. It's it's ridiculous, um, and big. Uh, Mutant Massacre would be easier to do. I want to think. I want to. Th- uh, there's 52 weeks in a year. Uh, I so that means we have 52 episodes of back issues left uh, for 2020 that we haven't already shot. Uh, cause I have three episodes in the bank right now. I'm exporting carnage, ultimate carnage right now. Ooh. Um, it's not coming out today, but you know, I'm still edit I'm still cutting it. Um, but, uh, let me know in the comments down below what needs to be the 52 books of two of 2020. Uh,
1: Zdarsky's invaders, Zdarsky's invaders.
0: <laughs> Zdarsky's invaders, forget that. No, if you want to do a Zdarsky book, we'll do Spider-Man life story from Chip Zdarsky, yeah, which you can win true. by using the hashtag Spidey in the chat. Hey. Only if you live in the continental United States and want to send me your address. Um, Kevin Meyer says, I know it's too, this is too complicated, but I would love it if it's revealed the MCU was a post- no More Mutants universe created by Wanda undone by Xavier. Oh. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, what's her impetus behind making the No More Mutants, though? Like, she's, yeah. she has no baggage. She has no continuity with them. Uh, you'd, I, I like the idea of, like, of a, of, a secret, like of, a, of a secret Marvel movie that, like, they don't address that mm-hmm. changes the status quo that they didn't know changes. Right. That'd cool. That would be kind of cool. That's what Ant-Man 3 should be.
1: Man. Like a
0: time travel story where it's like Hank P- or where uh, where where Scott Lang and Janet and maybe one other character go on a crazy time adventure and like you know screw up, unmake reality or whatever, make a dark future, get a whole shitload of cameos, you know what I mean, and be like, what nice. is happening? You got Robert Downey Jr. to come back to play evil Tony Stark in your Ant Man three, like
1: that'd be pretty great.
0: Nobody knew, um, so that'd be really cool, man. Get Justin uh,
1: Hammer back in something, finally.
0: Please just put Justin Hammer in the show. Or in the movies. Anything. Uh, King Sabretooth. If I can add to uh, Sal's watch list, check out My Hero Academia. Uh, I, I'm not... I, I It's not for me. Every, I, everyone keeps recommending
1: it to me. I've almost, I've started episode one several times and never actually got around to finishing it. Yeah. Because it, it's just other... I, it's like, am I too old for anime at this point? Is that <laughs> my thing? Because I I used to love anime and there's a point in my nerddom where I just diverged and it's like, well, I got to start concentrating more now on American comic books. Right,
0: right. I don't know, man. Uh, I I feel like there's certain anime that uh, is evergreen or that appeals to a certain... You know, I think My Hero Academia, if if I wasn't in high school when I saw it, I'm never going to connect to that. Uh, But I could watch... uh, Cowboy Bebop every yeah. day. You know? Um, that's very best. it's very cliche, but like at the same time, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't really watch a lot of anime at all, as you can imagine. The last anime I think I watched was Attack on Titan. And I was like, this is very grim. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. uh, your main character is a friggin' idiot. <laughs> like, I I, I I hate him so much. And So when he got eaten, I was like, yes, all right, get out of the way.
1: Another show I've tried to start a million times, Attack on Titan. I hear it's good. I want to get into it. The last one I really buckled down and made a big dent in kind of like when I made a dent in Doctor Who was Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Because it's like, all right, there's eras to this. I watched all of like the first one. And then there's, like, the second one, but it's like, oh, you got to get to the third one, though, because that's Stardust Crusaders. That's the one everybody knows. Right. I didn't, I didn't get there. <laughs> I, I tried.
0: Yeah, no, JoJo's another one for where I'm like, um, I don't know, man. We have it, so I can read it. Um, but I got a lot of shit to read <laughs> that I need to do for the show.
1: <laughs> that's one of the first ones, too, where I'm like, okay, I want to watch this in Japanese because all the, like, American music references – Ah, uh, they got to take out in the English version for <laughs> copyright reasons. Sucks. Yeah, I know. Because there's literally a character named Robert E. Speedwagon. Robert yeah. e. Speedwagon. I'm like, I need all of this in me. Give me all the silly uh, American pop culture references. Totally.
0: Um, Red Samurai says uh, Star Wars getting trash reviews, and then he explains his problem uh, with those characters. Uh, honestly, I don't care. Uh, Star Wars died long before the new trilogy came along for me. Mm. Uh, so, you know, when they, when at least they were shot well and had decent animation in it, I was like, Oh, we're in a step up. Um, I'm
1: still excited. I mean, yeah. hey, cause it's to, to quote that movie fanboys, it's the wars, man. Mm. It's the wars. Fanboys is another one where I was like, this
0: could be funnier. <laughs>
1: uh, apparently there's a funnier cutout there that exists. Apparently that one got executive meddled into the ground.
0: Ugh, that's too bad.
1: Yeah, like um, apparently in the original cut, one of, like the main guy was supposed to have like cancer. Yeah, he and they, does. Like, oh, he does. It. Oh, that's right, he does. But apparently there was like more about that that they cut. Oh, I'm
0: sure. No, I I heard. I I remember hearing a rumor that they like cut out the cancer plot. And mm. I'm like, no, I think he still has cancer in that movie. I have that movie somewhere in my in my in my collection. Um, I gotta tell you, man, like. As far as Ray and Poe and all their motivations, I think like Poe was supposed to die in the last, like in 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 the first one. I know Ethan's really sour on uh, on the Force Awakens because he's like Abrams is a hack and he's a terrible writer. So like. You know he's like I can't get excited about any of the things he suggested because he didn't really know what was going on. He's, he's
1: um, captain of the mystery box, and if you look at any other Abrams show, did any of them end
0: satisfactory? No. Right. Which is like, well, then why the hell did you do that? Like, may I, I think that if you had JJ Abrams direct a script that he didn't write, it would be a great looking script. Like, I mean, didn't he do Super Eight? Yes, he and did. And Super Eight was pretty good. Yeah, you know, I like it was Super Eight, pretty good. It wasn't. It, it, it it ends
1: like five minutes before, like it's like, but what's the fallout from this? You don't got to worry about the fallout, from right? This. I
0: would like to know, but he's like, well, but I'm already leaving. Um, yeah, but uh, but as far as the star as far as Star Wars goes, you know, like I, I was surprised that Mandalorian is so good. I'm thrilled that we have it. Um, I'm not the Star Wars fan I used to be. Mm. You know, I used to be. I used to. I was like, if I ever get a tattoo, it'll probably be of a Star Wars logo. Mm. Um, me today eh. Star Wars is like I have a real connection with it with my wife and I like we love Star Wars original trilogy and none of those new movies or the prequels can affect those movies for me so like it doesn't yeah. doesn't really matter like it, it, I- I still
1: find a lot of joy in it, although I will admit I'm less of a fan because I don't like to talk about it near as much because goddamn has the discourse online (laughs) made me not want to talk about it.
0: That's the other thing is I can't really even open my mouth and speak honestly about Star Wars. So it's easier for me to just say I'm like I'm fatigued and I don't want to talk about it than for me to actually share my real opinions about Star Wars because like I'll be called a cuck. Or, mm, like, uh, or, 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 you know what I mean? Like, either I'm a, either I'm a bleeding heart liberal or I'm an ultra conservative or whatever. People, like, ascribe their own personal politics to opinions they don't, they don't agree with. So, if which, I were to say, like, w- you know, if I weigh in on The Last Jedi, people are going to be like, well, that tells me everything I know about you as a person. It's like, get <laughs> fucked. Like, you don't know which, anything.
1: Which, don't you love in the year 2019 heading to 2020? Your opinions on the movie about the space wizards with the laser swords has become, like, the real, um, Uh, focal point uh type thing like that that that, that's the one i'm like god i i love this timeline
0: oh yeah no we're we're living in a a utopia um but uh well remember when the prequels were bad yes i do i lived it i I, I do i i see them on tbs every goddamn day uh (laughs) and and i check in because they're so funny but i'm like this is really bad (laughs) yeah but like i'm wrong like two-thirds of the audience like what you have to, you have to admit, at least the Obi Wan Anakin forty five minute long lightsaber was awesome. No, I don't. No, it looks like shit. That point, I don't too. care about those characters. And the high ground is something they pulled out of nowhere. It's not a reference or address. It's no. And that's just one thing. Like so, as you can see, because of you, because I can feel you seething with anger right now. <laughs> I can, yeah. I, you're like, oh my god, I gotta write something. I can feel you doing that. Imagine if I weighed in on any actual topic about Star Wars. Yes, let the hate
1: flow through you. Yeah.
0: Uh, Comics misexplained. Explained, uh, my favorite Elseworlds exchange moment was when you guys were pitching different crises and Sal had the idea mm-hmm. of heroes realizing they don't age. Thank you, man. Yeah. That was a fun moment. <laughs> I got to find these. I got to just get these, these, these realization moments because those are I, different. Uh... I know you haven't been watching the CW
1: crisis, but they're heavily implying in that 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 their Green Arrow will become the Specter, and that'll be the way that Stephen Amell can leave the show but come back if he wants to. You pitched Green Arrow becoming the Specter. Did I really?
0: Episode.
1: Yes, you did.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Because because so, literally when you were telling me that, I'm like, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. So clearly someone from the CW watches this, and they're like, yo, let's do it. Oh, the end of doomsday clock. They reference a thing that I think we named. Probably. It it takes place in summer of twenty thirty.
1: Eh yes, that's right. I
0: was like, holy shit that's <laughs> Is right. that the plot? I'll have to go back. Uh Gar says my hero's way more anime than it is superhero. It's it seems more anime than superhero. Mm. I think people just really want me to watch it, so they're telling me it's more superhero than anime, but mm. I pro I guarantee it isn't.
1: And, and I mean I like I get it, I'm hip. I grew up with the shonen shows and everything. I, I, I know the deal. I know what I'm getting in for.
0: Yeah. Bruce Phoenix, are you happy with Matt Reeves' Batman? I love the cast; they all have been work- doing fantastic art house work, and I'm blown away they're doing a long Halloween type film. They just it's a
1: really strong cast. They
0: just did Long Halloween. Yeah,
1: like, that was
0: that's what Dark Knight basically is, but without any supervillains in it. Um, I I, uh, I I'm I would be more excited if Robert Pattinson stopped saying that Batman wasn't a hero
1: yeah that's uh that's not great. That doesn't get me uh on your side there, Robert.
0: <laughs> but uh i I have no opinion one way or the other. like it's more like morbid curiosity. i I want it to be great. I want to see this movie. That's all I can really say with any em- emphasis like is that I want to see
1: it. It's a very good looking cast and I'm hoping that'll be enough. Totally.
0: Well, Matt Reeves also a good director. So like, at least, you know, it's not like, it's like, Oh, well from a screenplay by David Coop and by Mick G, we've got Batman. (laughs) Like nobody like that would be like, Oh, well fuck it. But like with this, it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Is Mick
1: G still doing stuff.
0: I guess probably right. He's got to be with a name like Mick G, you know, all (laughs) doors open.
1: Forget Mick G film. This is a Mick G joint. Everybody.
0: (laughs) John uh, or Josh Cowdry says, seen Watchmen yet? Will you do it on back issues? No, I haven't seen any of the show, uh, and no, we'll never do it on, on the show.
1: I have also never seen it, although I do like the idea that they're apparently saying that this is a one-and-done season, and I'm like, good, good, I've, please.
0: Yeah, I've heard the same, and I think that's a great idea. More, it'll get me to see it. That'll I'm make so- me see it.
1: <laughs> uh, I I am so behind on so much TV. I think I've had like the last three episodes of the boy sitting around for a while oh. and just haven't just haven't been able to get around to it.
0: But it's already renewed. You know there's gonna be another season, so it's like, oh my god. Uh, yeah. No. Uh R Jones, happy holidays, to my two favorite YouTubers. Thank you very much. Hey. Happy holidays Thank to you, you too, R. Uh Sal, would you ever consider doing back on milestone, static shock. Here's to a great twenty twenty. Yeah, man, I definitely need to do that. Um they just settled the they just made a settlement with with, with McDuffie's uh. widow. That says to me that maybe we'll see it again.
1: But also maybe not, because that was a weird situation where DC Warner Brothers and, like, uh, those guys who were trying to go ahead with New Milestone, they were in the wrong. They were breaking the rules on that.
0: Yes. Uh, My hope is that the settlement also is, like, a payoff so that they can finally do more. And, you know... Maybe. I would like to see it, because I think at this point, like, as much as mcduffie's widow deserves her fair share yeah she does i think that people who identify with those characters deserve to have them it'd be nice you know what i mean like i think that there is so much reverence for static and everybody from milestone hardware and I, hardware and them. I, ion icon
1: yeah, I- Icon and Rocket.
0: Thank you, Icon. Uh, but like, there's so much reverence for these characters that, and there's generations that just don't know them and absolutely. have to like dig through back issue bins to find out who they are, and like, that's not fair. It's a real shame. And they should be shoulder to shoulder with Superman and whatnot. Like we absolutely. Though they the, and and their impact should be str- like it, it, I think their impact is it, it outweighs whatever the hell. Money she thinks she needs.
1: I mean, I don't even think it's about money so much as it's just like, no, you did this without asking. You oh, tried yeah. to take these characters and run and do your own thing. Right, I agree. On the corpse of a dead man who you claim to love. Well, plus,
0: like, <laughs> Hudlin's a terrible writer. So, like, you know, uh, I would not pick him to be, like, my my architect of that universe. No. Uh, Radical Radish says the prequels are bad. I love them, but they're bad. That's fair. I can't argue with that. If you're like, listen... I love Attack of the Clones. It's stupid, schlocky garbage, but I think Dexter Jex is hilarious and I <laughs> and I'm just a simple man of trying to make my way my way of the universe. Like I can't argue with that, but you can't say like oh no no. no. I think that like, you know, Godfather Two and you know, or Death of Smoochie or whatever you know, I, I I think that these movies are not very well made and they're bad act they have bad acting, they have bad effects, but like if you like them, that's on you like that's fine. Like, I'm yeah, no not one gonna, can change that. No I'm going to judge you, me. but don't pretend like they're good. Um, Bruce Phoenix, thoughts on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Wow, hey, Tarantino. Uh, really dug the first and third act. To, uh, the second was Met overall. Best Tarantino film in 10 years. Second act should have focused on other actors he cast to play 60 celebrities. Yeah, I've, man. Uh,
1: i I banked a ton of movies. I'm going to sit around and watch movies all Christmas Day, and that's one of them.
0: I uh, I loved the third act. It takes the first two to get to that moment. Mm. It's a it's a terribly boring movie. With mm. with splashes of fun. Interesting. It is a gorgeous looking movie. Tarantino knows how to make a great looking movie. Oh, for sure. And he get and he gets some really fine performances out of people you never expect. But I think he's lost it.
1: Mm. That it
0: that tells stories I wanna see. Inglorious Bastards is the peak, and then it only goes downhill from there. Mm, Once upon a I used time, to be and,
1: with it. Then they changed what it was.
0: Yeah, uh, I, 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 wanted to love uh, Hateful Eight. I wanted to love Django, and I just, I couldn't.
1: I, I like Hateful Eight a little bit more than Django. J- Django feels really self indulgent, but you know, man, that shootout's pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: no, I like Django more than Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, the first, the opening. The opening's great. it looks gorgeous. the sound design's amazing. the acting is fine. Everyone's good. It's just that I don't give a shit about any of these characters or what they're doing. Mm. And I need to. He's like Tarantino is like a master of taking characters that I don't like or shouldn't like and then making me mm-hmm. care. And I think he was like, well, what if I made none of them redeemable? <laughs> like like with no redeeming qualities whatsoever. you know, Hollywood, he fixed that. And so I think Hollywood's a step up from the last two, but right. still, eh, you know, the, eh. the only thing I
1: remember hearing there about uh, Hollywood was obviously, uh, what is it, Bruce Lee's granddaughter being like, bullshit. Oh, yeah, you, big uh, time. Yeah, and, Betrayed and I, my grandfather. And
0: having seen it, I'm kind of like, I don't really know why you did that. Besides, well, we needed to establish, like, what Brad Pitt's character was capable of, of doing.
1: Mm. I, I we, heard the same thing about Manson too. It's like you
0: really change a lot of what the real
1: Manson was about.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. No, but it's yeah. a, it's, it's 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 inglorious bastards in that respect. They're like we're, cha- we're changing shit. We're changing shit. Robbie Miller says Rick Sha- Rick Sanchez versus the Maker. Uh, Rick, mm. the Maker isn't isn't sadistic or 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 nihilistic enough.
1: <laughs> I like it. Um, but what about the Irishman? While we're talking about mob movies, I haven't see seen it yet. yet. No, I haven't watched I it. I just haven't even time it. Took me two days. Uh, yeah, it's not Scorsese's best work, but I definitely enjoyed pieces of it. The story itself is way more fascinating. When I went back and, and checked, read out the wiki. Ex- <laughs> well, well th- n- not even just the wiki. When I like checked out excerpts of the book, I hear you paint houses because apparently in the book he makes some outrageous claims that they could not put in the movie.
0: Ah, oh, he I've heard he that claims
1: too. that. Yeah, he claims he was the reason that Joe Biden got into politics. (laughs) Okay. Amongst other things that, like, every historian is like, nope, nope, there is no way that could possibly happen. That's funny. And and Scorsese kind of plays with that in the film, too, where it's like, also, maybe he's just an old man who doesn't remember his own life story. Right.
0: I I Honestly, I I don't have time to watch a mediocre Scorsese film. Mm. You know, like goodfellas is on oh i'm gonna watch that again you know raging bull perfection
1: All um instant classics but
0: i just can't uh no, but i'll but it, i might check it out
1: no, no time for the departed
0: no i don't like the departed uh i think it's i think it's almost great
1: i've watched the departed several times really trying to like it. that's the thing
0: i'm just, I, but i'm not gonna waste time trying to like a movie that i know isn't for me i uh,
1: fell asleep during the departed the first time i saw it that's
0: fair that's fair Uh, The fake Grant Morrison helping us out in a big, bad way. Thank you very much, fake Grant Morrison. Uh, The CW show's crossovers compared to the other live-action comic book adaptations are reminiscent of your kid who might not perform well in school compared to your other kids, but it's the only one to give you a warm hug before going to sleep.
1: That's... You know, that's kind of fair. I, I heard someone else compare, you know, the CW crises they do, which are basically just movies where yeah. it's like this is this is the Shakespeare in the park. This is like, you know, the local theater company version of big comic book events. But God damn it. They just care so much and they have so much heart. And, you know, someone in the show. so like
0: <laughs> That's very much it. Yeah. It's like we know someone in the production. So we're going to give it a fair review. We're going to give it a, a less fair but more complimentary review.
1: Yeah, which is totally okay, and I mean, this crisis especially, just wall-to-wall fan service and a celebration of everything DC television. Burt Ward has a cameo, Kevin Conrad has an amazing cameo, and yep.
0: they bring in the goddamn Birds of Prey from that short-lived show. I can't believe they brought in, the, well, one of them, and, and a voice, yeah. but like, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Brandon Routh, the Superman. I'm so glad. He's really good. I love that he was like, his stipulation was like, it has to be the same Superman from Superman Returns. Yep. And I'm like, that's so friggin' awesome because it means he liked being Superman. Like, he's like, no, Absolutely. I want to be the Superman. I'm going to get the sequel I deserved.
1: So John Cryer having a showdown with uh, Tom Welling as Lex and Clark respectively. I'm like, whoa, this is actually like really solid. Even if you don't watch their respective things. No. When when you see them on screen, it's like, oh, well, that's Superman and Lex. I can feel the history here. Right.
0: No, that's pretty cool. I, I like that as well. I saw that scene. Uh, Kyle Johnson. So I read Daredevil today and now I'm rooting for Kingpin. It's so good. <laughs> if you do things right, you're either rooting for Kingpin or you're rooting for him to get far enough so that Matt can kick the shit out of him. And
1: you know that's where they're eventually heading. Or crazy enough, now that they've set up what is it, the uh the 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 wind winrins or that, that rich family.
0: Right, yeah, I don't remember their name, but I know what you're talking about. Where
1: it's about. basically like look, no, the the storm winds. They've set up thank the you. storm winds to be like, look, Matt and Wilson are basically fighting the same battle, they
0: just don't see it yet. Right. Uh Jack O'Connell, Merry Christmas. I have two exams tomorrow that I'm gonna Aww, fail. <laughs> so Aww. I hope you guys are doing better than me. Dude, man, just get Jack. for everything yeah just try i mean like listen um try to get like the talk to somebody who's smarter than you get bullet points you know try to get like the big ideas unless it's a math test in which case you're fucked sorry, yeah man, i can't help yeah. you. but uh you know get the main ideas and try to extra- extrapolate um good luck man thank you very much for your for, for checking out the show but get back to work uh, Blade Runner 2030 says, uh, any directors you got in mind to direct Superman and Green Lantern? Uh, Bong mm-hmm. Joon-ho from, uh, GL, John Stewart GL, please. Also really hope someone will make John Stewart great. Would love to see Al Ewing write him in the main GL title. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, Al Ewing would do a good job with any cosmic story arc, with any characters that deserve redemption. Um, as far as Superman goes, Brad Bird would be a great Superman director.
1: That's been the top of the list forever, because, I mean, come on, Iron Giant.
0: Right? Yeah, no, the dude gets it, uh, and he's on the DC payroll, well, also Warner Brothers that. payroll. Uh, but, but Bon
1: Joon-ho, that's an interesting one. Is he the sort of person who would be interested in doing a superhero movie?
0: I don't know, I doubt it, but I I mean, stranger things have happened. It's uh, true. I'd love to see what T-T do, a Green Lantern book, that'd be cool.
1: Yes, that would be, especially because he was in that terrible Green Lantern movie for a oh, second.
0: Yeah, he was uh silver cricket says i know a lot of people are hating on harley quinn but it's blunt humor uh so is so me i loved it i loved the first episode
1: uh Uh, yeah i've been reviewing it on my channel i'm also really liking the show
0: i was like wow this is actually pretty fun i i I enjoyed it it was it's its own thing no complaints i haven't been i've been hoping for a harley quinn show so it's like here it is like cool i'm in it's i like kaylee Coco. i think she does a good job same.
1: Real stellar voice casting, like across the board on everybody. Yeah. And it also, here's the thing the the uh, show is actually handling like Harley's journey from completely evil henchwoman to anti hero almost a little better than the comics did because the comics just like, okay, you're an anti hero now, boom. Right. This is actually charting her course and being like, okay, I've broken up with the Joker. I'm a villain of myself. Okay, well, I need to get a crew together now. Well, now I need an arch nemesis. It's very, very kind of like Venture Brothers in in that regard
0: yeah, very much so i agree
1: did did you see the trailer for the next episode apparently damien wants to be her uh, arch nemesis yes now. i
0: did see that that's fun i'm in
1: that's and the fact that he is like that shitty kid who's like do you have any idea who my
0: father is oh it's such a great desi- uh, that, for me that's like oh yeah you, you got it
1: uh, excellent comedic choice
0: yeah radical Radish says that lucifer cameo was everything i ever wanted i loved that cameo I didn't even watch the Lucifer show, and even I'm like, this is good. Right. I was like, this is what – you mean – do you mean this is not what the Constantine show was? Because that's Uh, what it should be.
1: uh, There's another great bit where, again, I mentioned the Spectre. They meet the Spectre, but it's a different Spectre than the one who showed up in the Constantine show, and he even says that John Constantine, I am not (laughs) the Jim
0: Corrigan that you know, but – Oh, that's fun. And I'm like, oh, they remembered that he met the Spectre in his show before it
1: got canceled.
0: <laughs> now we just got to get swamping the show up and say Abby, because that's yeah. what he does. It's every episode of that show that, you know, died.
1: I, I, I think we're missing a Linda Carter cameo, but, you know, that's coming next. I'm sure I hope so.
0: That'd be great. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're winding down. We're wrapping up the show. want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. But before we go, somebody has to win. So our moderator, Danielle, is going to tally up the votes and we are going to, well, not votes, the the hashtags, and we're going to go for it. So we're going to see who has just won this copy. Well, not this one, but a copy very similar to it uh, of <laughs> Spider-Man Life Story from Chip Zdarsky and Mark Bagley. It's my favorite Spider-Man book of the year. Uh, mm. It is the, it's one of the best Marvel books of the year. And, uh, and, I, and I just think it's great. And, uh, and I want to make sure everyone gets it. Uh, so mm. if you, if you don't win. Uh, how much is it? It's not very much. It's like $25. <laughs> All right. Well, it's $25, but... Uh, $25. 20...
1: Get out of here. Get
0: out of here. But, uh, <laughs> well, you know what? It's worth it anyway. Uh, it is. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, while we while we wait for the, the, the votes, votes to get tallied, uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Before you mm-hmm. go, and before we uh, get the information, I wanted to say... Uh, thank you all so much for an amazing 2019. We've had a great Absolutely. time. Uh, we're not in any danger of shutting down or going anywhere. Uh, so I'm really happy to say that out loud. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing pretty well. I, I, people ask us how we're doing, and I always say the same thing. Uh, you know, we're doing better today than we were yesterday. And as long as that's the case, you know, we're all going to still be here.
1: That's a great uh, way to look at it.
0: So, you know, if you if you do feel like you want to help us out a little more, more directly, uh, please visit patreon.com slash comicpop, and at the very least, follow it. If not, you know, subscribe to it. There's some rewards there mm-hmm. if you want to check them out. There's also a little bonus show that Joel and I do. Uh, but yes. outside of that, uh, go over to twitch.tv slash comicpoptv and follow that. Cost nothing to follow. Uh, only in case anything all falls apart, in which case we've got a place to go. We'll do a live show there and be like, hey... <laughs> Yeah, we're we'll gonna figure it out, but uh, we're not going anywhere. Uh, so you know, stay here. If you like this video, please give it a like. Subscribe to the channel and click the bell for notifications because that will help you know when we're live at the very least, so you can catch these things. And so I think it could be not more of like. Uh, here we go. So the, the winner has been selected. I've got him in my uh, my chat here, uh, and I love that their name is connected to this book. Uh, Jonah Tellington, please sound off and let us know that you are here. If you're not here, we'll pick another person. But otherwise, Jonah Tellington, congratulations on this! Come uh, on you, down. You, you have, have the won. Next winner. Um, and thank you very much, Phil, for your for your patronage. We really appreciate it. Um. Mm-hmm. Let me see here. Jonah Tellington has won uh, the, the book. So congratulations, Jonah, on getting this. Uh, please, if you did win uh, and you're still here, please uh, email me sal at comicpop.net and let me know who you are and where you live so <laughs> I can make mm-hmm. sure you get this uh, in time for the holidays. Oh, uh, yeah. So once we get some uh, some confirmation that Jonah has... Uh, has, has one and he's you know here and he's gotten it. We'll we'll move on. Um, so Joel, what uh, what are you? So yeah, we talked a little bit about our plans for 2020. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, just just maintaining more or less. I mean, any big? I mean, you you launched a whole show about like D and D.
1: Yes, I did. Um, I would very much like to bring that back in the new year. I'm writing campaign two right now. Great. But I think it is one of those situations where I'm going to I'm going to need a little extra help from the people who really enjoyed it because I'm thinking, you know, the numbers on YouTube weren't great. So maybe it should be a stream show now, which obviously if I did that, you know, I want to, you know, reimburse the guys coming on there, you know, for their time and everything because, you know, it, it didn't do great numbers. But I had a lot of fun and they had a lot of fun and I think it
0: could be something, you know, right? No, I hear you. Um, we're still waiting on Jonah to appear in the chat and respond, so, uh, what we'll do is, uh, hey, you know what, if Jonah ever comes back, he'll win, uh, <laughs> this book, but you know what, I'm feeling like this is the spirit of charity and, and, and giving, so, let's pick one more. Yeah. So one more person can, can get... A copy of this as we Come wait on for uh, Jonah but you know what since Jonah's not here you missed out man don't enter a contest if you're not gonna stick around <laughs> with the show that's kind of why we do the contest it's to keep people around a good 25 people left before they found out they could have gotten this book so uh Anthony Lynch congratulations you won man uh, Anthony so, Lynch. Come Anthony on Lynch, down. come on down. You got yourself the book. Uh, congratulations, man. Email me sal at comicpop.net dot uh, net. Jonah, if you ever show back up, email me and I'll make sure you get the book. But otherwise, Anthony Lynch is the winner. Uh, so, congratulations, man! We're gonna move on from here by saying thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to our channel, go visit Joel at Cape Joel. Thank you, and thank we'll you. see you guys next time here on Comic Pop in 2020. Uh, I'm mm. hoping to do another video, or at least a live in a live check-in where we talk about like all the rundowns of what we're doing in 2020. Uh, That'd be we, fun. We launched another like uh, uh, like a uh, you know a. a Kind of RPG type show ourselves didn't work out, but you know mm. I'm hoping we can bring it back anyway. Got some plans for that. Uh, in addition to that, uh, of course, if you want to get constant updates about what we're doing, uh, we're all over the social media's. So if you go, yes. over to... Uh, our Twitter is Sal Says What. Our Instagram is Comic Pop Official. Our subreddit is Comic Pop. And below, you can find an invite to our Discord where you can chat with the population at large, people who actually make this channel possible. Go over to Discord, click the invite link. You can hang out and chat in real time. It's like a little chat room for everybody. So go over and check that out. Um, I'm but uh and and joel what are your social medias for everybody to check him out
1: uh you can find me similarly at cape joel i've got the twitter i got the instagram i got a facebook page i do not do the reddit thing maybe that should be a new year's resolution (laughs) get joel on reddit so he can figure that out
0: maybe yeah i don't know reddit's like eh. the reddit is everyone's on reddit we have like we have about a thousand followers on the sub but uh but and there's there's a little bit of engagement but for the most part people are really over on the discord (laughs)
1: Again, I have a Discord too. That's the Comic Multiverse uh, Discord. I don't run it; Matt runs it. But occasionally, I do pop my head in every so often. But you know, you got to say my name three times in a mirror so I appear.
0: Well, that's that's fair. I do the same thing. There's a lot of creators out there who use Discord, and they're like, "I'm on all the time, and I, you know, I'm constantly there." Like. No, that's this is a community for you. You go in there, you chat with each other. I'm always there in spirit, and I'll pop Mm. in and weigh in. But I don't like I just I just have to work. I have shit to do. I can't always be there. But when I am, but I'm working for you. But I always pop in, and I always like stick around. And if the conversations really like, you know, if if you really have any questions, you can always reach out to me. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. There, now we've ended the show three times. That's the uh, that's it. Congratulations, Anthony, once again. Uh, Jonah, if we ever hear from you again, good luck. Thank you very much. And, uh, we'll yeah, you know what, Daniel? Why don't you send a, a, a link to the Discord? Let me see if I can whip one of those up really quick while we're... Since this episode is kind of off the cuff anyway... That's uh, fine. I'm going to create a link right now. Here we go. Generate invite, copy, and uh, uh, kabam. <laughs> there you go, everybody. Uh, we'll see you guys then. Thanks a lot for watching. Um, and here's to 2020 looking forward to it fun stuff good show so long bye 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 happy holidays everyone